ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Talk is Cheap. I am I am your uh, your regular host, Scotty Davis. We have uh, Barrett Kyle out on a leave of absence today. We have a special guest, Mr. Hayden Helms. A leave of absence. Leave huh? of absence. Leave man. of absence. Yeah, we yeah. only had two mics, so I had to kick him off for a week. That's all right. I had to kick him off for an episode. <laughs> get Hayden in. Hayden is uh, a member of the Good Samaritans. Yes, sir. Nice little local band here in the Lake area. Man, so how uh, how how? Well, you know, before we get into that, okay, give a little background. You know how you and I know each other a little. Okay, so me and Scotty, um, we go way back, like two seats in Cadillac. Let me tell you. So we met in it was middle school though. We went yeah. to SJ yeah. together. So we went to SJ Welsh, which is a middle school in Lake Charles. Um, so and I don't know. Everybody kind of knew everybody. It wasn't like the stereotypical like school situation you see on like TV and stuff like that. Everybody was kind of cool with everybody. <laughs> none of those, none of those situations on TV are yeah, ever. Yeah, right. they're really never real agree. anyway. Like no, yeah, Scotty threw me in a trash can, and uh, that was it. <laughs> That's like, how we became <laughs> best friends. But so. Um, in high school, we played basketball together. We were on the basketball team at uh, at Barb High School, which is another high school in Lake Charles, Louisiana. Um, and we got really close. Specifically, we used to, like, kick the crap out of each other. Facts. Like, going. <laughs> and every, like Every day after school, we'd head over to Trinity. And that was at that time. Uh, one of our coaches told us we needed to toughen up yeah. if we were, we were going to make it through because – Two short white guys on a basketball team. We had, we had to do something. Absolutely, we had to do something, and he wanted us to drive the lane and get to the foul, get to the free throw line. And Hayden and I were thinking, like, you know, what else can we do? And Hayden was like, Hey, man, just uh, foul the crap out of me, and let's see if I can actually finish. Get an and one. Why not get three instead of two? Exactly. So we literally, probably for like two two months straight, we would go we would go to Trinity. We would walk from school to Trinity, go hang out for a little bit, get on the basketball court. It would be just the two of us. One was start at the three-point line, and one was sitting underneath the bucket, and the goal was to score no matter what, and the other goal was to not let you score no well, matter what. And I think, well, there was, a, and then we kind of stretched it because I remember sometimes dribbling from full quarter, though, yeah, you I know, mean, just to kind of build up as much gotta, momentum. Yeah. And then we would practice. Then it'd be like, all right, can you take a charge? Oh, man. So then we would just run each other over. Yeah, we would run each other over. It was taking charges. It was learning how to take a charge when there wasn't one. So, you know, <laughs> I'm not going to say we flopped, but uh, if there was a little bit of contact, we knew how to embellish correctly. No, and, dude, it was like, I don't know. If I guess it felt like what Jordan felt like with uh, Bill Lambeer <laughs> right. and, and, the, and the crew. Man, I'm telling you, I had bruises up and down my body. Yeah. I remember, man, we went to school and we went to practice because we would go – we would leave practice and go do that. So it was after a practice after school, we would go and do that. So we're already tired from that. We would go, we showed up to practice one day, and one of the coaches looked at us like, what did y'all do to each other? And we told him what we were doing, and he's like, I mean, I guess if that works, go for it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's very all, unconventional. All seven minutes I played that season, you know, it didn't <laughs> it, it didn't help out much. But, uh, oh, but man. man, that was that was uh, some, some interesting times on the basketball team. Man, it was good. And I think that's what made me and your bond oh, run as sure. deep. You know, there's something about for, kicking the absolute <laughs> crap out of each right. other to – to so, really build that. So I so I was talking to my mom earlier today, and I was okay. like, "Hey, Hayden's coming over. He's gonna do the uh, he's gonna do the interview tonight." Kind of telling her about it. She goes, "Oh, uh, ask him if he remembers me doing a science project for him." And I was like, "All right, cool." <laughs> that shoebox with all the bugs in it, man. Yes. So oh. we were we had some big science project that neither one of us did. We got it at the beginning of the year. Neither one of us had anything done with it. Two weeks left in school, and so Hayden was over. We were quote unquote working on it together. 
basically we're distracting each other. Yeah. And just my mom, mom's like, okay, y'all go somewhere else. I'll take care of this. And like three hours later, we both got A's on a project. Yeah, MVP. We both got A's on a project. <laughs> Neither one of us knew what we were doing on. Well, I mean, we were having fun though. Hey we man, were, high school. We were, we were handling business. Yeah, it's, dude. Good, it's good stuff. I'm pretty sure we went outside and kicked the crap out of each other outside instead of in a gym. Yeah, and I don't know. Me and Scotty actually like we got in a pretty crazy wreck together too. You remember that? Yeah, man. That was. Uh, I don't think we hung out for a while after that. I told the guy you were in the car after that. <laughs> Yeah, after man. that I was like, all right, Scotty wants to kill me, I guess. Uh, yeah. Between taking charges and getting Yeah, man. But no. So we were headed out to a <laughs> we were headed out to vacation Bible school and that was the first wreck I got into. I never saw the guy coming. I turned and got T boned. And poor Hayden just happened to be the driver just happened to be in the passenger seat. Yeah, I was right there. I mean you took you took the, the the thing of it, but I remember cause there it looked like just stuff was kinda all over the street. <laughs> but the dude had this big ice chest of watermelon. I had the watermelon in the back. Oh, no, of my you truck. had, okay, I had, you just, had, had a, water- I just, a watermelon because it, we were bringing it out there for the kids. Yeah. And, and you don't realize, like, <laughs> but you see that first and you're like, okay, wait, how bad actually was this? Right. And it's watermelon. watermelon. It's not blood, it's watermelon. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh, man. I forgot that you were in the truck for that. Dude, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I didn't forget. Yeah, Hayden didn't forget for sure, man. It was wild, man. Oh, man. That was a. I don't like living that one over again. No, man. That was a horrible wreck. I mean, we made it out, though. Yeah, yeah. I think I only lost four brain cells that day. Yeah. So, I mean, we're good. I mean, I think we did worse running each other yeah, over no taking joke. charges. No joke. I'm pretty sure that was my first concussion, yeah. was getting bowled over by Hayden. You know, being the being a five foot eight. Five foot six, whatever, white post player. I had to do something. You had to do something. I wasn't even a guard in high school, and I was I was five six, five seven as a post player, and I was going up against guys like Chris Austin, who were Chris is what six foot five five eleven six foot. Yeah. But he was like he was a football player. Yeah. And so he and I were just trying to out muscle each other. Never worked for me, but <laughs> that was that was part of it. Was just trying to trying to get up on that and. Then, <sighs> Oh man! But hey, man, that was the most miserable basketball experience <laughs> of my life. Yeah, man, it, it I, was something. I never want to hear the name Larry Brown again. No. Was, <laughs> if you know what a Larry Brown is, uh, you're sweating right now. Yeah. Just, just thinking about it. True. So I remember. So now you're now you're a musician. Y'all have traveled yeah. what Japan last year? Is that yeah, correct? Yeah, we went to Japan. So Japan last year. But I remember whenever you were first talking about just getting out away from school, you want to do stand up comedy. That was your goal originally. You know, uh, man, I, I you know it's funny you say that because I was having a conversation with a, a, a mutual friend of mine. Uh, his name's Maddox, so mm-hmm. he's a musician. So shout out to Odie Maddox. Um, we were just talking about like influences, kind of like as a front man, and what that is is right. you know like the dude talking to the mm-hmm. microphone. Yeah. And um, I told him, you know, I don't look at bands for that thing specifically. Mm-hmm. It's comedians, right? You know, because it's like. When you're a comedian, like you just got a microphone in silence. Right. So what are it's, you gonna do? What are you gonna do? And right. you know, when when you're watching like me, I'm watching cats like Bernie Mac or mm-hmm. something and I'm like, Okay, I get it. You <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, that's uh so that's that's I'm I'm glad you got you've you've been able to incorporate that somehow. Yeah, yeah. I mean like I'm not up there like telling jokes, right. but I, I'm all, I mean, I'm not gonna sit there and say I'm you know, vanilla and mm-hmm. stiff. Right, either, yeah. you know. I don't but, think you, I don't think you've ever been described as stiff or vanilla. No, at any, we, we at any point we cut in life, up, you know. Yeah, man, we're hanging out. We cut up. Absolutely. So, so what was that like? What was Japan like? What was like? What was the experience like going over there? Well, I'll tell you this: I'd never been on a plane. Oh. So the first, my first wild plane ride first plane ride was from Houston International to Tokyo. Mm-hmm. 
So, so how that, long of a flight was that? About 14 hours. Nice. And like, I wasn't nervous. Like, I was pumped up, mm-hmm. you know, because it's like a ride, right. you know, and like, I, I just loved it. I, I'm, you know, I was game face on, you right. know, and, and so anyway, we get on there and they're kind of, I guess, waiting for me to be nervous. And I'm sitting there drinking sake, you know, like, <laughs> just but it, it, cutting it, up. it was insane, man. So we get into Tokyo because we actually, where we were staying is in this place called Sasebo, mm-hmm. which like, if you're looking at Japan, um, it's a bunch of islands, right? Mm-hmm. So Tokyo's at the top, like the, like the Northeast. Right. And this place was like Southwest. Oh, wow. So it's like we had to get on another plane. Right. So... We landed in Tokyo, chilled out in the airport, and um, which was surreal because we're in Tokyo, right? You know, and get on another plane. That other plane ride was about three, three and a half mm-hmm. hours or so, and then we had to get on a bus for another like couple hours, mm-hmm. you know. So it's like so, basically twenty four hours right, of straight day travel, right? You know, but dude, plus your time zones way off now. Yeah, you're on, you're on no, I mean side. your sleep schedule because you know like. My girlfriend, who lives in Louisiana, mm-hmm. you know, like, I'm sitting there talking to her. It's like six in the morning for her, and it's mm-hmm. like, well, you know, whatever. Right. I don't remember the difference. I think it's right. like a fourteen hour difference. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, I don't know, but you get there and it's just, it's surreal, man. Because like, a lot of a lot of things, like like I said, Japan is islands, mm-hmm. so like they don't litter. Right. stuff like over here because you can't like right. you can't afford to so like the air is just as light as crisp you can imagine mm-hmm. you know like and especially you know we live in lake charles and they got sulfur and west lake and it's like <laughs> all the plants and everything yeah, around it's like yeah. smog mixed with yeah, a little you really bit of oxygen you really don't realize like how thick the air is until you go somewhere else yeah. that's got crisp air like we went to california in march before everything started yeah yeah totally different atmosphere Dude. And I've never been to California. Well, I was a baby, but right. That's where I was born, so we went and visited that yeah. for mine and my sister's birthday, and then came right. back, and I was like, totally different atmosphere. Yeah, like it was nice, clean, crisp air and for the most part. Yeah, came back here and humidity on eighty five. Yeah. yeah, plus a little bit of chemicals in the right. air. Right, yeah, to, slight work just for fun. Right, you know? <laughs> just a little, little extra Louisiana spice on it. But it was crazy, man, and and like the people really they they dig Americans and mm-hmm. they, they and. What was cool is so we got to go out there like the military played, played the military paid for it. Oh wow! Yeah, so they paid for the whole thing, the flight, you know, and you know we we played this two day festival over mm-hmm. there, and it's called American Music Festival. And what it was, man, is so you had these two sides to it. Mm-hmm. So it's like one side was the American side, and so this big stage and people and all this stuff, and then on the other side is like the Japanese side. Mm-hmm. And it was wild. Dude. Was it? It's like the craziest music you've ever heard. Mm-hmm. And like people are like lined. You, you remember like Dance Dance Revolution? Mm-hmm. And you remember how you would kind of dance right. to that? Yeah. So it looked like that. Like like people dance like those moves mm-hmm. in the audience dancing along with this like choreographed thing. Right. And like I remember in the front row, this was I think the second night we played. And um, we went last on mm-hmm. it. So. And, like, people were, you know, they were up front and just it, – it, it was cool, man. It was a totally right. – it was a cool vibe, man. Mm-hmm. And um, there was this dude dressed up as a girl but as Mario, like okay. like Super Mario. And, like, I'm totally thrown off at this point. I'm <laughs> right. like – you know, because I'm just ta- – at this point, I'm in the front row and I'm, I'm like, you know, at the barricade, like, right. just talking to people and stuff like that. And I was like, all right, we got, like – 
chick super mario and he's like what's up dude and i'm like what <laughs> i'm like yeah you know, yeah it was, a, it was a party was i loved it yeah. i loved every i was like this is like rock and roll and what was cool that second night too so like i said like i was right there mm-hmm. we had just finished playing the last song that we were gonna play and i look up the mayor of the city is on stage mm-hmm. uh, with the captain of the navy because mm-hmm. we were with the navy and they're like they they traditionally do the ceremony where they shake hands and whatever and these fireworks go off and I realize I can't get out, you know I'm like at the barricade but I can't climb on stage and interrupt that right. so I hop the fence and I start getting chased like through the back of the thing it was a total like it felt like the Beatles for like two seconds <laughs> it was wild. but I like I hop the fence and I'm like I got to figure out how to get back to where I need to be and then right. I just hear people screaming and I'm like no way. Because in America, you know, like... Right, that didn't even feel like real life at that point, right? No, yeah. not at all. So, yeah. so how did y'all get approached for that? Like, what, what was the process for that? Well, um, we got the offer from... Um, she, she's a lady, she helps us book our shows, mm-hmm. you know, and she's awesome. And usually they, they send, like, a few bands over there, like, from around the area. Mm-hmm. And so... Um, we had already been playing shows and stuff for, and we were we were new at this mm-hmm. point. Like we got that offer. Our band started. We played our first show January fourth, twenty nineteen, and I mean we got that offer. I think in like April or May wow. of the same year. Wow. And I mean because we were just busting it, and we right. we quickly made a name for yeah, ourselves. Yeah, man, y'all were like, everywhere. Y'all were everywhere quick from the jump. And like, and y'all do such a good job of marketing everything. Y'all are all over social media. Well, y'all do you, a man. great job with and that. And that Ty Swallow, like really? that. Like, because he's just savvy on the internet in general, you know, like whether it's just a meme or something. So I'm like, hey, man, he's turned ties my basis into a thing. Right exactly. Here, so. Well, and, and that that thing, like, because um, I mean, that would be a weird thing for a lot of people. <laughs> but because Ty's just like this marketable guy, like right. just lovable, like Ty, you know, right. It's just it works, you know, he's it's, a it's totally. Yeah, it's not a vain thing. Like, right. it's just like. I don't know if you know Ty, and also he's like a insane bass player. Right, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, insane. So, but yeah, so we got that offer fairly quickly, you know, mm-hmm. and it, like, we, I mean, we hustled for mm-hmm. it, though, you know? Yeah, and, and, and like, I remember, because none of us owned a passport mm-hmm. or anything. So y'all had to go get passports. We had to go get passports. We had to go do the whole, like, whole thing, make mm-hmm. sure shots are up today, right. like, this and that. But, dude, I, like, we worked so hard. I mean, mm-hmm. we still work hard. That's something right. I really stand by is like work ethic, you Absolutely. know. And like, as soon as we got that call, it was like, it was like ten thirty in the morning. You know, I'll never mm-hmm. forget it because like at this time, I'm I'm staying with my buddy, and it's like six other roommates all mm-hmm. living in this house, and like I'm sleeping on a bunk bed. You know, like I didn't have like a bed, and ten thirty in the morning, like get the call and i mean that day i'm like all right we got to get this done let's get it rolling right you know what i'm saying and i mean that's I, to me that's what sums up our band you know is like we we work really mm-hmm. hard right you know and we take a lot of great just pride in that mm-hmm. but um so yeah i mean we did that and then got to go it was cool that's cool man that's awesome so how did the good samaritans come about all right, so at the time, I was living in Lafayette. This was pretty much the year of 2018. Mm-hmm. And um, before, I was in a band called Ape, spelled A-E-P. Right, and, I remember seeing that. Mm-hmm. And um, 
So me and Ty were in that band, and then it was just kind of dwindling. And um, so, and then met a girl, and moved to Lafayette. Mm-hmm. And while I was while I was there, like, and I'd been wanting to move out of Lake Charles, right? Moment, you know, but don't so, blame me. Yeah, hey and man, you got to get out sometimes, exactly. even if it's for a year. You got to get out and just see what else is there. And so, moved to Lafayette, and I wanted to go to UL to study jazz because mm-hmm. I studied classical music. At, at McNeese mm-hmm. for a couple of years and then dropped out for that band mm-hmm. uh, to go tour and do whatever. Right. So I wanted to, I, jazz was the thing I never really got into. So mm-hmm. did that and I was trying to start a band there too. But nobody, everybody, the thing about Lafayette was there's a lot of musicians but they're already in bands right. and like very committed and mm-hmm. I, I mean and stuff like that. So I was like, okay, so what am I going to do? So and I always just wrote songs anyway, mm-hmm. so I was like, okay, I'm just going to like make a band right? and and just make a record and play mm-hmm. everything on it and then um, put it out. Because mm-hmm. I'd been sitting on the name Good Samaritans mm-hmm. for forever. So how'd you uh, come up with that? I don't know. Okay. It just came. Just, I was like, click. oh, oh I'll, tell you, I'll tell you this, because Ape, and it was spelled A-E-P, mm-hmm. and I used to get so frustrated because people would just spell it and wouldn't know how to say it, but mm-hmm. I'm like, that's my fault. Right. Because, like, it's a bad name, you know? It had a meaning to it, though. Wasn't yeah. there, like, a backstory to it? There was, there was a really cool backstory to it, and, and, like, but it, you know, that's, I mean, that's really hard to, like, read. Right. You yeah. know? Gotcha. And so, with that, I was like, man, I just wanted, like, the something. Mm-hmm. Because I liked that. Mm. I liked, you know, like, if you saw the Foo Fighters or, mm. or whoever, like, right. The Cure, you just, you know... That so, and then I was like, Man, the Good Samaritans. And what I really liked is that, like, okay, you got to live up to that, mm-hmm. you know, because like you can't just go be a crap know, person, after yeah, it. you can't go be a jerk to everybody right. and then just have that band name, yeah. So, and not that any of us are like that anyway, but it just keeps us in line, mm-hmm. it's like a mission statement, right, more than yeah. it's a band name. That's really that's a neat, neat little thing. And so now we have like a slogan that we put mm-hmm. on our shirts and everything, and it just says, Be a Good Samaritan today. Mm-hmm. And on our shirts, we put it on the back because I just like I had that idea. I wanted to think about it like say you're in line at mm-hmm. the grocery store or something, and you're just mad, right? But then you just see somebody wearing that shirt in front of you, and it just kind of makes you like right, brighten up your day a little yeah, bit. Yeah, like, like okay, that. you know. So and just spread positivity. Mm-hmm. So, um, where I'm trying to think where we were. Oh, okay. So how the band came. Mm-hmm. So. I started writing these songs, and then I just put this record together where I played everything mm-hmm. on it. And then I was trying at at this point, I'm like, okay, now I have material I can show people. Right. And so while at the same time I was doing this, then I got asked to join this band called Pagoda Mambo, who mm-hmm. was out of Lafayette, and we used to play with them all the time back in the day. And um, they were getting rid of their singer and wanted me to sing for them. And I was actually living with my buddy who played guitar. Mm-hmm. I was living with him. So I joined their band, and then at the same time I was recording this stuff. So I had what you can find on Spotify is like the the Good Samaritans EP, like mm-hmm. those five songs. You know, I wrote those songs and recorded it. And, but then I was like, okay, I can't find musicians to like play with, but I know some cats. Right. So I was like, I'm gonna ask Ty, and there's this guy named Caleb Hyatt, mm-hmm. and we were friends, but we were never in the same band. You know, right. we we're just always in the same circles. So I was like, I'm gonna ask him because. In this project and the way that I recorded the stuff, like there's vocals and like everybody needs to sing. Mm. And like Ty never really sang before, but I knew Caleb did. Right. You know, just like 
on his own or whatever, but I'm like, I can, we can work with that. Right. You know, as long as everybody just works hard and is willing to do it. So, um, I hit them up. They were both like, yeah, mm-hmm. you know? And so I was like, okay, cool. And so I, I was like, it's not like ready yet, but like, just be on standby. Right. I was like, but trust me. And Ty, Ty knows me. So mm-hmm. Ty knows like, I can, I can ride with this mm-hmm. dude. Like, you know, cause we just go back like that. But the big thing about Caleb is I told him a month before mm-hmm. I even like was putting anything out. And then, you know, about a month later he hits me up and he's like, Hey, is this still happening? And I was just like, that's why I know you care. Right. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Absolutely. Because like you, it was still on your mind mm-hmm. and it wasn't like I was oddly testing anybody. Right. It was just yeah. very serendipitous the way that like all unfolded. So I got them to go and re-record drums and bass, mm-hmm. you know, respectively to their instruments. And, um, so what you hear is that that EP is like I played everything on it, and then the drums and bass they went and did so. You know they were now on the record. Mm-hmm. So once you know once that took off, we put then we recorded this cover of a uh, Midnight Rider mm-hmm. by the Allman Brothers mm-hmm. because I before this I was doing solo shows and making money and stuff like that, and then um, I was like I got this really cool arrangement of it and. Um, I showed them and it, it worked. So it's kind of this trick of like how to make a three piece band fill mm-hmm. up as much sound as possible with everybody singing and everybody playing, you know. So that's kind of where we we make our mark, mm-hmm. you know, is is things like that. So did that. I moved back to Lake Charles towards the end of 2018. Um, we hit a couple rehearsals, not even that much, and then just hit the ground running, mm-hmm. you know, like. So is it hard to get places to play here? Because I know it's kind of like well, Lake Charles has kind of been building up to having more places like Panorama, yeah. like uh, Rick and Jack's, things like that. They're kind of building up more to have. Yeah, because at the time local places they were building that. Band can, we're, like local bands can kind of make a name for themselves yeah. around here at the very least. Well, for sure. And at the same time, well, Lake Charles, Lake Charles always had this like ebb and flow to it. So mm-hmm. like there would be like, oh man, the scene's really hitting. Then it's really taking a dip and nobody's right. doing anything. So like. When we got here, there were, like, when I moved back, there wasn't a lot of bands mm. playing, you know. There weren't many. Like, I, I could probably count them on one hand. Right. You know, so, but, like, I knew there was a lot of killer musicians here. See, Lake Charles has, like, a a bedroom player prob- problem, you mm. know, where it's, like, you got all these cats that, like, I mean, are insane. Mm. But, like, where are they at? You know, right. you, like, you, and then, like, now they're starting to form bands and do this and that, you know. It's just getting your ducks in a row. Right. But um, so now the scene is on this upswing where mm-hmm. it's like, okay, this is happening like in our community and bands are, are getting together and doing this stuff. And um, But it wasn't that hard, I think, because of – Caleb was in a very popular metal band called Viridian mm-hmm. around here. He was the drummer. And, like, if you saw that band and, like, you saw him play drums, it was, like – it was one of the most special things you could see, like, even now, you know, and, like, just because, like – he he's so emotional mm. about it, you know, and it's like he's he's just telling a story, and like that's I think all how people kind of saw me and Ty mm-hmm. too, and uh, really Ty, you know, and and like because he just shined so much in Ape, you know, and so in this band, you know, it's you know I was a singer, I was I've been right. a singer, you know, that's what I studied at UL, it's mm-hmm. what I studied at McNeese, that's just what I've done because. Whatever it was free, <laughs> you know, like I didn't have I to buy fair. anything. Man, I I can tell you, I don't, 
I, like like we talked about earlier, you were, you had talked about wanting to be a stand up comic, and yeah. I've heard you sing like every once in a while in high school. But man, when I got to see you, man, March of last year, April of last year, something like that, when you were playing at Rick and Jackson, whenever we got the chance to go watch you, yeah, yeah, man, I was blown away. Dude. I really was. Like I was like, man, you know, Hayden's been good at pretty much anything. Like he puts his mind to. I'm sure he's gonna be good. I hadn't heard anything, and when I sat down there and listened, because you know some musicians sound really good on Spotify and just not so great in person. Yeah. They just, they do a lot of work on their vocals, more power to them. That's what sells fine. Yeah. But man, I was blown away the first Dude. time I heard it, especially like y'all as a group together. Fantastic. Yeah. And that means the world too. Cause you know, man, like you've seen like the development, you know, right. in, in that, like, cause you've known me for as long as you've known me, but like, it's a slow climb. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, Really, just like anything else, man, like, you're going to suck before mm. you get good. Yeah. And, like, the, the thing about singing is, like, it's in front of people. Mm. Like, and it's your voice, and, like, it's going to suck before it gets good. Right. You know, and it, it, you're never, you know, and it's it's kind of like those people that just want to chase greatness. Like, mm. you're never going to be satisfied. You mm. want to keep going, you know. But, like, I appreciate that because, I mean, I do I do recognize the growth. Mm you know, that we all have and like seeing you doing what you're doing mm-hmm. now and starting your business and stuff like that. You know, it's a, you have that in you, that same it's work a little, ethic. little brick by brick. Well, that's it. <laughs> that's a, that's what, that's what yeah. we are, man. Right. You know? And it's, it's so, it's so fun for me to watch because that's, that's one thing I've kind of noticed about our generation in Lake Charles. We all kind of had the same mindset in high school for being honest. A lot of us just wanted to get out and go do something else. Yeah. Almost everybody that I hung out with in high school, talked to in high school, mm-hmm. everybody was just ready to get out and go do something. Yeah, People did go out and they went and did, and they, but like we've all kind of just come back to Lake Charles and there's so much growth potential and like popular or like um, ideas like in our, in our like generation, the guys yeah. that we graduated with, probably a five year before and after. Mm-hmm. So you have like a 10 year span of these people who all just kind of have the same mindset and I think it's so cool to see that growth here in Lake Charles, Absolutely. here in the Lake area, Sulphur, everything included. And, you know, it's it's mind blowing to me because we all just wanted to get out and yeah. we all just wanted to get out and go anywhere <laughs> and else. And go chase it. Yeah. Right. And now we've come back home and we're kind of building like yeah. you know, I've seen uh like Deshaun Smith went and played at LSU, went and went and had a little stint in the NFL. He came back. I, I keep up with him on social media. He's he's building something great over there. Yeah. He's got he's got stuff rolling. You guys are you guys are rocking and rolling. A couple of different startups I've heard about here in, here in the area. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to see what's going to come out absolutely. in the next five or ten years. Well, the the think the thing is is the internet just changes the game. Oh, absolutely. Because you know? like you can do it from anywhere, man. Yep. If you're in like Topeka, Kansas, mm-hmm. you can be huge. You know, <laughs> right. Not, I mean, no offense, but it's just, you know or right. whatever. Like you can be in Lake Charles, Louisiana, yeah. and make something of yourself. Yeah. If you, you got a camera and you got some talent, the likelihood of somebody finding you is pretty high. Yeah. The you internet's know? just, and if one person, and all, it's a little, it's a little just, uh, it's like a moss ball. Just it just starts rolling, mm-hmm. and then next thing you know, something pops off. And if you get enough people interested in that one thing, more things like something that would have gotten, like that's one thing that we've been trying to be like super conscious on Twitter about is you know when we put something out that we want to hit, keep up with how many impressions it had, how many you know likes, retweets, yeah, all that yeah, kind of the stuff. Yeah, stats and all that. Because that's really important whenever you're starting Absolutely. off. If you're, you know, I need to know if we're putting out stuff that's getting a like versus something that's over 100. Mm-hmm. We need to kind of focus more on that. Yeah. But, man, it's it's wild. We've had – so when baseball season, uh, when the postseason was going on, yeah. like we were tweeting about that a lot, and that was getting a lot of attention and a yeah. lot of, like, tweets that 
weren't doing great kind of it's it's funny seeing that growth mm-hmm. it's funny seeing those things pop off and the internet really is a wild place it is man. it takes it's a wild little, west yeah man it takes <laughs> one little thing but it's so competitive now too because to everybody ask, has that platform well let me ask you like so whenever all the like the astro stuff got exposed man like oh, i find it funny yeah <laughs> oh yeah i find it funny i'm i'm so upset that the that the season got delayed i understand everything's going yeah, on yeah. i get it but we had so much good stuff ready to go yeah. that we just kind of had to sit on and wait on. Now, we've got some stuff ready to go. It looks like the season's going to start in a couple months. Yeah. So, like, I'm excited about that. But, man, we had so – like, we had we had content ready to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, we actually posted a video about a month or so ago now. It's, like, different uh, – yeah, yeah, like, yeah. choose your character. And one of the guys uh, had on one of my Astros jerseys, and he was sitting in the trash can. It was a sign to <laughs> Like, just little things like yeah. that. Uh, so, so, I mean, you know, we had a lot of that stuff. I think it's funny. It's going to be great content. Yeah. Like just the, the storylines to follow this year are going to be so much fun. Oh dude. Yeah. And sports like, man, we were just kind of starting to hit a stride. So we started in October. Mm-hmm. So we're still not even a full year old yet. Yeah. Started in October. We were starting to kind of hit a stride. Everybody was, everybody's rock and rolling. And then sports stopped. And I was like, Oh man, this That's is the, the worst, <laughs> this is the worst time for sports to stop. Yeah. But then we were all off of work. Yeah. So we were sitting in here. There was a stretch of like two weeks where I was only working two days a week. Joe was off. My roommate Jalen was off. And we were pumping out three. We were pumping out four podcasts per week. We were pumping out two for Talk is Cheap and two for Under the Bench mm-hmm. every single week. Yeah. Uh, I went ahead and got a laptop for the company. Joe got some, like, Joe got us hooked up with these mics, these mic stands. We got everything just flowing, and it was so nice. And then everybody went back to work. And mm-hmm. so it's been a lot of stop and like start and stop and start and stop. But that's that, you know, that's that just mentality of brick by brick, got to build yeah. it, got to keep it going. And especially like right now, I mean, time, times get tough, you yep. know, but like there's always, you can, if you really want it, there's always ways oh, to keep absolutely. pushing and growing. Yeah, and we've been able to, uh, we've got, um, Joe's working on another video that we had. Uh, he, we kind of expanded on that idea of like yeah, yeah. your different players. Like we went out and actually did, did stuff as those people mm-hmm. so we got that we got that in the in the works we've got a big we got a big video that we're doing this summer i'm really excited about yeah, yeah. uh i kind of want to keep it like we can talk about it whenever we're done with this kind of want to just keep it on the down low yeah, for yeah. now because i think it's gonna be a big video i think it's gonna be really fun for us to do mm-hmm. so we've been when we've been planning this since november okay so i mean it's something we put a lot of work and effort into and i'm excited about it uh we've got a couple of different irons on the uh on the fire right now and yeah, man, it's just it's we're back. I'm back forty hours a week. Joe's back forty hours a week. Nick, who's been helping me out with like the business side of it, he was completely off. He's back forty hours a week starting this week, so it's just finding that time in between. Yeah. And Nick's got a newborn kid, so it's like it's it's yeah. me trying to get those like quick twenty thirty minutes I can get with him in the day. Yeah. And trying to get that stuff rolling. But I mean that that's the hustle. Dude. Oh yeah, absolutely. That's the hustle. I freaking loved it, man. I've I've thoroughly it helps enjoyed. You sleep better at night, really. Yeah, dude. man. I've thoroughly enjoyed because I've I've tried this twice now. Yeah. With two other companies that just flopped. So this is the furthest this has made it. We actually have like our LLC license or like we have our LLC. We have we're official. We're legal. We have all yeah. that kind of stuff rolling. Uh, we've got three different shirts out right now. Yeah. So, I mean, the one that I'm currently wearing is going to be out in June 1st. They're yeah. going to be out for sale. So, I'm excited about it, man. we got nice, we got man. a lot of stuff rolling. And it's like I said, it's fun to see the area growing. You yeah. see a lot of new neighborhoods up. we got a lot, like Brandon, that we uh, we played basketball with. Yeah, yeah. He made the shirts for us. Okay. He made this shirt for us. He's, he's, in real, you know, he's a realtor. 
He does this on the side. I don't know. I think he may still be in the plants. It's fun watching those guys that we knew yeah. growing up. Just everybody's like grinding right now. When you pegs, right? Yeah. So yeah. What's cool is he, his cousin. I I think it's his cousin. Mm-hmm. Uh, so his name's Dayton, mm-hmm. and he's in a band called Main Entree, and they're awesome, and they're from around here, and so. Uh, I, he had posted something on Instagram, and I was just like, that's your cousin, dude? Mm-hmm. They're like, we play basketball together. <laughs> right. Know? He's got crazy long arms. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure Brandon can slap his knees yeah. standing up. Like, that I mean, defense for days. Oh, yeah, dude. absolutely, man. So, speaking of, speaking of back kind of in high school, so another, another kind of thing that brought us close, we had an English class together with Mr. Marrow. Yeah. And I'm telling you, I think that was the most fun class I've ever been a part of. We got away with a lot. Oh, we got away with so much. Sorry, Mr. Marrow. You know, whatever. Yeah. You're retired now. But yeah. <laughs> we got away with so much in that class. I don't know how she let us sit, like, front. Because we were sitting side by side, yeah. talking too much. So she's like, all right, Scotty, move behind Hayden. And I was like, well, I just put us closer. That'll work. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> all Hayden's going to do is turn oh, around yeah. and sit. Yeah, he's going to turn a little bit more than what he was already turning That's around. It. Oh, man. So we had my favorite. Two of my favorite Mr. Marrow stories. One was her birthday. Yeah. Where we had the big birthday sash on her, and we yeah. didn't do any work for the entire day. Absolutely. That was a fun day. And then Lenny. Yeah. So I'll give a little bit of background story. This is really like your story. Like this is just something that you took out of – then this goes to show like your creativity. I and the guess. way that your brain works, something. man. <laughs> yeah. So so we were, we were reading of Mice and Men in class. And if you don't know of Mice and Men, Lenny is the big, big character – Goofy, he had a pet bunny, killed the bunny. He was he was too goofy for his own good. Yeah. So Mr. Marrow had a stuffed bunny on top of one of her filing cabinets that Hayden found one day, and boom, Lenny the bunny was born. And it, I mean, all year. You yeah, know? all year. That was like, what, October, November yeah, that, that we read that very, book, and that ran through May? Well, it's kind of like, you know, when you're in school, you try to see what you can get away with. Or I mm, thought that. You right. know, like, I thought, like, you you... I don't know, because certain teachers, I mean, like, mm-hmm. you know, they no nonsense. But she was cool, man. Like, and we still I, learn stuff. Like, yeah, she was a great, she great, she was a teacher. great teacher, and she knew like when you know she knew whenever we kind of needed a break from yeah. the structure and when to throw the structure back on. Well, and like, I guess to really cater to different personalities, you know, because mm-hmm. some days she wouldn't let. Me, oh yeah, you know, some days <laughs> she's like, not today. And right, I'm like, yeah. got it. Okay. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> And that was the thing was like it was never like a we pushed or you pushed too far. No. It was a let's see what let's see how today's going. Yeah, it was it was a back and forth. Right. For yeah. Sure. If today is a good day, we'll all be goofy. We'll still learn something. If today's a bad day, hey, yeah. let's just be quiet for the day. Let's yeah. just it's, it's an hour. Let's uh, let's buckle down. She was a very understanding woman. Oh, absolutely. Really, and just like smart. I mean, she's a teacher, obviously, mm-hmm. but just like smart in the way that she went about teaching. You mm-hmm. know, like. Because, you know... She's just, my favorite teacher I've yeah, ever had. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. And I got her for two years, thankfully. Yeah, I got her for that one. And, uh, the, I mean, I'd still talk to her, you know, in right. the halls yep. and stuff, I, obviously. I mean, yeah, I keep up with her on Facebook as yeah. much as I can. Yeah. I'll tag her. Like, anytime, like, a favorite teacher thing comes up, I'm like, ha, Mr. Marrow. There it is. Let me, let me tag her in. Or, like, anytime the memory pops up of her with the big sash. Because we couldn't post it yeah. while we were at school. We had to wait until, like, we went home that day. Mm-hmm posted about it and then uh and then anytime that pops up i I make sure to tag her in it you know make sure to tell her happy birthday (laughs) yeah no she was awesome man and and i think that was the thing at at least for me personally in school like there would be teachers uh, i don't know like school like 
high school and stuff like that, it just it, it gets so mundane. Oh yeah, you know absolutely. because like, all right, how many times in four years can you learn the scientific method? You <laughs> right, know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I think I got it freshman year, but right. okay, we'll learn it sophomore, junior, and senior, and it's just like, you know, and it, it's a requirement and everything like that, and the teaching staff has to respect it. But I'm just I'm thinking to myself like, and I'm I'm not the only kid, but just that that would think that, but just like, how can we like push boundaries a little bit? Right. How can we like? Get get out of the routine, mm-hmm. you know, and shake it up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I mean, you're sitting in the same spot every day. You're seeing the same people. Exactly. You have the exact same routine. You know, like, and, and but, you know, it, it's just, it's weird because it's not a natural thing as people. Right. You know, because we evolve, we change mm-hmm. every day, mm-hmm. you know, and, and we get, we gain new perspective and new opinions and new ideas. So it's like this, this like routine thing, it just almost goes against actual learning, mm-hmm. it, you know, and, I can sit here and go into a thing about it, but like, right. I guess that's where I was coming from with mm-hmm. it. Was just like, golly, how can we just lighten this up a little yep. bit? And we had know? our early, we had our second hour, right? Yeah. So we had yeah. our early in the we, day. We, yeah, we got it going. So yeah. <laughs> so like, if 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 she didn't come in with a lot of energy, yeah. Hayden was there to try to Hayden no, was there that, to try to that pump year her up she had energy. to eat her Wheaties. Every oh morning. yeah, for sure. Like, it was it was for sure, and that ended up being like not just our class, but all the sophomores ended up like that story kind of spread to the other classes. Yeah. And, like we, I remember like other classes were trying to claim him, and you're like, no, yeah. that's that's our class. No, that's that's, that's our class. <laughs> we trademarked him, real right? Quick. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's us for sure. That yeah. So that was just man, that was that was one of those, and that's another like one of those how we got close because we had that the same year we were playing basketball. Yeah. So it was it we were was, around each other all day. Yeah, it so. was uh, it was English and then basketball and then beating the crap out of each other and then. Whatever, whatever yeah. else came next. And that's after what that. molded us into the people yeah, we are now. That's. Uh, I was telling my other, our other roommate Jalen, I was telling him about that one day, because uh, we went and played Trinity. I was like, man, one of the last times I was here, because there was a stretch where I didn't like when I moved away. I came back every once in a while, but I was like, yeah. man, one of the last times I was here, I got the crap kicked out of me. He's like, what? And I then I told him the story. He goes, yeah, y'all are just kind of crazy. It's okay. <laughs> so, yeah, no, for sure, for sure. That was, that was that was not our our best, especially you know, like I said, for someone who played seven minutes all year, and then a guy who was a three point shooter. Yeah, well, I mean, it, it was, neither one of us really got the opportunity to go down and, yeah. and drive the lane but, like we wanted to. Uh, some had to give. I mean, we just weren't like in general. We weren't a great team. Like, I don't know. Bless you, sir. Thank you. So, and we had a lot of talent. Just didn't kind of mesh together for the most no. part. That was that was the thing. It was a lot of a lot of guys who were good individually, but as a team for whatever reason. Yeah. I'm telling you, but we would run that same team at Trinity and be fine. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was just the pressure <coughs> of organized sports. Yeah, that too. <laughs> just you know, and, and to touch on what how, what was really great about Miss Romero is like it's kind of the same thing about being a good coach is mm-hmm. knowing your personnel and how to coach them. Right. Like she knew how to teach. You know, to where like to keep all the different personalities in the room yep. engaged. Yep. And we as a, a coach, we had a coach who uh, who who didn't want to stray away from his coaching. Yeah, he didn't want to budge and kind of give, which it happens. I mean, it ha- I mean, it, you know, and Barb's not really a basketball school. No, uh, since since uh, that's a total baseball football. Oh, place. what's his name? Uh, Lafarge. Yeah, since Lafarge moved it to principal. Yeah, and. That that's the thing, but I, I think that's a good takeaway from it. I think that was a good thing for for us to all mm-hmm. see and kind of like, okay, let's not 
go that direction. Right. And, you know, I we can sit here and crap on Coach Klein. Coach Klein's not a bad person by any means. No, His coaching dude. just didn't mess with, like, the team. Yeah, it had. just it didn't it didn't get results. Right. You yeah, know? so, you know, Co- but Coach Klein, like, as a person, yeah. cool dude. He was yeah. fun to joke around with. He'd joke dude, around. he had he, that big, he would like, roast. Escalade. Yeah, he? he would sit there and roast <laughs> us. All. And so, did you ever watch um, – he could oh, shoot man. too. Oh he yeah, had a shot. He oh had a yeah, jumper. all two points he averaged in college. <laughs> man, he caught so much crap for that. Oh. Uh, did you ever see Last Chance You? Did you ever sit and watch that? Uh uh-uh. uh Oh man, so it's a what it is. It's it's a it follows these coaches who um, who coach at these like um, community colleges, yeah. and then they get a lot of players who like were at big schools and something happened, and so like this is their last chance. So it's Last Chance You, and the. The last season they had, last season, season before, something like that, they had a coach that reminded me so much of Coach Klein. Really? Yeah, I mean, he just like, he was, I, he was a white dude that grew up in Compton, and mm-hmm. so like, but he drove like the Lincolns, and he just like he had yeah. that kind of like connection where it's like, you know, he he had, as a coach, it was kind of rough patches, but like as a person, everybody respected him, everybody liked yeah, him. Yeah. So as a person, like Klein was cool. He would joke and he would joke around with you. Yeah. I remember whenever Roy crossed the crap out of me in, in practice, Klein was like, "All right, man, nothing else we can do today. Y'all go home." <laughs> and that was like forty five minutes into practice. He's like, "Man, nobody's gonna recover from that." So, <laughs> so y'all go home for the day. Enjoy, enjoy time. Oh man, man. Roy and I talk about that almost every time we see each other. Oh, that was just the worst. I started freaking karaoke and instead of sliding my feet and <laughs> little move, and I was gone. Man, but. I remember you had gotten like a little injury prone. A little, <laughs> a little man. I lived on in a boot or on crutches or whatever. Oh, it was a, it was quite a bit. Yeah, and then I blew oh. out my knee, and that was the that was the last big one I had. Thankfully, yeah, when I blew my knee out. Yeah, but my that's, body that's was just one to go out. Yeah, my this. body was just like, all right, this is enough. You're yeah. done. <laughs> Let's go home for the day. <laughs> yeah, you're you are done. Yeah, man. I think, man, playing that year, I had I got in a boot three times that yeah. year. So our sophomore year. Mm-hmm. And it was just miserable. So junior yeah. year, I didn't play any sports. And then right before senior year, tore my ACL playing basketball, just playing pickup basketball at Trinity. That's right. That's yep. right. Oh, playing on a man. Sunday after church, just tried to spin. My leg stayed planted. Dude. And it blew up, literally blew up. Oh. So fun times, mm. fun times. But, I mean, I had already, I'd already pretty much decided I was done with basketball. Yeah. It was fun for the year, but I knew I wasn't going to play. There was, there was not a spot. For sure. Because especially we had what? We had what ten, eight, ten guys on our just on our, our grade alone. Yeah, you got there five was spots quite on a, a bit. You got five spots on well, the basketball court. When we were freshmen, it was huge, and it dwindled. Then it got, then it. Dwindled. I remember y'all saying your freshman team was really big. Yeah, yeah. And then like half of it got cut off. Yeah, well, and, and then I joined. A lot of people and, quit because I mean, there's only so much playing time, right. and like me and Hirsch would like switch off starting. Mm-hmm. You and know, then Hirsch so. broke his ankle. Yeah. Was it yeah. right before the season started? Right. I don't remember, man. It was, it was something, and but so because it, it was yeah, it was me and him. We'd kind of alternate mm-hmm. starting, and um, then Taylor Thomas would mm-hmm. be doing that. Man, I forgot Taylor Thomas played. Yeah, he played with man. us too. So Bailey and I joke about that. So the name end of the bench is actually from our high school basketball team because that's where we sat. <laughs> Bailey was supposed to be the original co-host with me. Oh man, because we sat at the end of the bench together. So that's where that's like where I got the name for that it is from. So good. Cause like we'll sit and joke like I'm like oh yeah man I was uh, I did great in high school I was first team all state end of the bench <laughs> right there first first yeah. team all state Bailey was second team all state we hung out and, and Bailey's had a good a player time. Bailey man so do he you was remember crafty. do you remember his one start that he had uh uh-uh. uh he lasted two minutes on the court so it was tip off 
he he made some nice little move and then he jogged back and Garrett was like, "All right, come out, come, come sit down." Oh yeah, it was the funniest thing. He Man. got the quickest hook I've ever seen. Well, dude, yeah, just like for jogging it, back instead of like sprinting back on. And defense. he's not. I mean, I'm I'm six foot, mm-hmm. about about six foot. He's he's like as tall as me. You know, maybe he's five eleven, six foot somewhere. Yeah, there. yeah. So like, not post player, right? You know, but like so crafty. Yep. Like yep. really, that was his and little, his little mid his little spin jumper. move and his little mid range that he caught. Hey man, just put me on a corner, dude. And just we would go. Let, let me get in a corner on the three point line, and that's that's about where I'm effective. Oh, in the half court. Oh, in the half court, yeah. For some that's, reason, you hey got man. the half court shot hey down. I told, I begged Coach Garrett to put me in one game because we were down by, and somebody threw up a half court shot, and missed, and I passed by. I was like, I'd have made that. It's all good. Yeah. Made, that's what I practice. <laughs> that's I'd've, the I'd, one. I'd have made that. If you're gonna put anybody in, or if you're gonna put me in in any situation, right then. So one could argue you were Steph Curry before Steph Curry. Uh, that'd be a bad argument, but I guess yeah. <laughs> My range did start at half court, but it died in the middle and then picked up again on the corners. That was about my range. Oh, as long man. as I was behind the half court line or in a corner. You I was getting that scouting report. All right, right. what you're gonna want to do is keep. <laughs> you're gonna want to pick him up at half court and then drop him as soon as he yeah, passes the line. Just leave it alone. Yeah, just let him go. Now, if you see him run to a corner, pay a little bit of attention. Yeah, get over there. Right, but <laughs> hey, as soon as he crosses half court, don't worry about him. He's good. He's set. <laughs> Oh man, but yeah, I mean that was that was a fun team. That mm-hmm. was a fun time, honestly. Yeah. Like we all bonded, hating everything else. <laughs> like yeah. we uh, it, that was good times. But that was one of those. I and mean, I think what four people lasted till senior year. Yeah, something like that. Not I, many. Not many of us no, lasted till senior year. It, well, because I quit sophomore year, and that's when I mm-hmm. started playing music. Right. You know, and I don't know why. Because I mean, I I mean I I. I liked music as a kid, mm-hmm. you know, but like I didn't really like. I guess I didn't really identify, like uh, for some reason I did at that point in time. But I don't know. Um, I started hanging out with Ty and some other people a lot more in high school, and then it was like, wait, okay, you can like we can actually like play and do that. And like right. I started out as a drummer, mm-hmm. and I played drums, but I couldn't afford a drum set, mm-hmm. so that's why I started singing. And then, um, yeah, then just kept going forward from there. You had a lot of time to kill. <laughs> yeah, I mean. You had a lot of time to kill, time to pick up a new hobby. That's perfect, man. Well, yeah, I mean, like, because at the time, like, so it was, yeah, because it was sophomore year and I quit. Mm-hmm. And then I started working junior mm-hmm. year. And I worked a lot of hours, you right. know, like 30, 35, 40 hours a week at CC's Pizza. Mm-hmm. And I was washing dishes. And um, so what I would do is I'd go to school and then go to work and then, you know, in that in-between time where you think one would sleep, I would go play. And, I mean, it'd be till like, 2 in the morning. Right. And, like, because it was just me and my mom mm-hmm. living together. So, like, and, I, I mean, I was never doing anything bad. And, mm-hmm. and, and like, that, I mean, it was, it just, I, it wasn't a strict household. Right. I'll yeah. put it like that. You know, she, so. Was, I mean, she trusted you on everything. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't. I wasn't going out and getting in trouble. Because I, right. didn't, I didn't want to and I couldn't afford to. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I had to, I mean, it was, times were tight, you mm-hmm. know. But, like, that, I think, pushed my work ethic, too, to where it is now, to where it's just like, no, nah, if you want it, you go get it. And, I mean, like, at that time, I just thought to myself, sleep is overrated. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, like, it, you know, junior, senior year and stuff like that. A lot of junior year, man, like, I almost failed junior year. Really? Because I didn't go to school, mm-hmm. like, enough. Oh, I gotcha. So, I lived in credit recovery. Mm-hmm. But, like... Um, 
I would just I'd go in there and back then when you had an iPod, mm. you know, <laughs> so I just do your work on the computer or whatever, and it was it sucked. It was so boring, mm. and like the lady was cool that did it. She was really sweet to me. Mm. I remember that, but it was like oh gosh, get me out of here. Right. Because I had to do it senior year. Oh really? I think I think it was like because you you know. You had like two or three classes. Right, yeah. So then you got the rest of the day. Like, So I had two classes senior year. And honestly, I thought I was going to drop out of high school. Mm-hmm. At that point in time, I was just like, I don't really care. Don't want to do and, it And anymore. I was like, I was yeah. really on the fence about it, you know. And um, and so, but I was like, no, nah, I'm this close. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, when I talk to people about it, they're like, dude, you're an idiot. Like, don't do that. <laughs> And that little piece of paper, man, even just like, yeah, well, it's kind of just, just like a, finish what you start, right? you yeah. know, and, le- and less like, and, and I was very like, I was like a 3.0 mm-hmm. GPA student in school, like, so average, maybe right. a little above, but like nothing like, you know, I'm, you were like an A average student. I was 3.4. So, I mean, hey, I'm giving it to you. <laughs> yeah. I'm rounding That's you up. One of my, one of the things that my grandmother and I joke about, and it's not like a, bragging because it's nothing to brag about but like i graduated with a 3.49 so i was a hundredth of a point off yeah. from honors and she was really upset and i was like i mean it's an a <laughs> yeah. being honest like it's a hundredth of a point yeah. who cares at the end of the day but man i wish so speaking on that speaking on i went to college and flopped okay like i yeah. i went to college i went to five classes maybe like and i just i went to college i just it I hated it for you i hated it yeah could not stand it and i've tried going like i tried going back last year and i made it through the semester and i just i hated it again yeah it's so not for everybody it's man. it's really not and and that's like that's been one of the uh that's also been a driving force behind cheap mm-hmm. seats is like okay so i know that i can do this stuff i just hate sitting in a classroom so mm-hmm. for all like the for my family members and for people who have been disappointed in my lack of college. I'm like, all right, I'm going to prove I can do it. I'm just going to do it in a different avenue. Yeah. Like, I'm going to prove I can but do this somewhere else. That's the thing else. is, like, you just got to get creative <laughs> right. about it, you know, because I, I know cats that have, like, gone to college, four-year degree, engineering, something mm-hmm. safe, probably still don't have a job right now, you know, and it's just right. like, you know, nothing is safe. So it's kind of nice to see. I don't see it as much as maybe, like, a couple years ago, but, mm-hmm. like, I remember, like, Kind of when we were graduating, so kind of just like all throughout last decade, mm-hmm. it was just like college, college, college. Right. But now it's kind of morphing into this thing where it's like, go learn a trade, yep. or go to college, or don't. And yep. and you know like, now it's being like I guess a little bit more respected, like mm-hmm. that there are different avenues for different people. Yeah, man. I I tell you, I wish that I had stayed in college because what I did, I went. The very long work route. Where did you so, go to college? Northwestern. Oh, that's Nakish. right. Yeah. I went to Northwestern. Uh, so my freshman year, I was the student manager of the basketball team. We actually ended up going to the NCAA tournament. So I got to go with the team to the NCAA yeah, tournament. Yeah, you did. That was cool. We got waxed by Florida, but it was still fun yeah. to go. Like, we were in Austin. It was a great time. At the time, I loved Kevin Durant before he was a traitor and a cheater. <laughs> and and so, like, it was cool to see, like, they had, like, the Kevin Durant statue or, like, the uh, like the guy dressed up in his yeah. jersey. They had all the stuff there. I was like, oh, this is really cool. Yeah. Um, so I got to be a part of that, and that was really neat. And just being part of, like, a basketball team again, being around it. I learned a lot from the coaches because at that time I wanted to go into coaching. Yeah, yeah. So I was, I was like, you know what, I'm going to get whatever small degree I have to get, and I'm going to go try to find, like, Barb, Saul for somewhere here, even, like, even um, – 
like South Bow, somewhere small. Just I just want to coach. Yeah. I want to coach basketball, baseball, something. Mm-hmm. And so I learned a lot from those coaches, like sitting in the film room with them, seeing what they see, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And so I like now I can watch basketball a different way. I can watch them a different perspective mm-hmm. than I was just as a player that didn't. Because yeah. I mean, honestly, as a sophomore JV player, I didn't really pay attention to the game that much. You know, yeah. I, I learned a lot because I'd never played like super organized basketball. Mm-hmm. Upward is what I played before I before I walked on a barb. And then, like, I had to learn all that stuff and then learn a different avenue. Yeah. So I did that, failed out, stayed at Northwestern. I was like, no, I'm going to prove I can do it. Went back the next year for about two weeks. And then – Got out of there. And then – well, I didn't get out. I just, like – I just kind of <laughs> stopped going to class. Like, I was living in an apartment. I was working over at Stein Lumber for $8 an hour. Yeah. And I worked at Stein for four years, four and a half years. That's right, And yeah. never broke $9 an hour working in a lumber yard, working 40-plus hours a week. Yeah. So I, but like I got to learn a bunch of stuff. So I started in lumberyard. I went in and I worked plumbing. I worked project sales. I worked at garden center. So like I learned all those things, mm-hmm. and I got to be a supervisor and I got to be a department manager and I got to like I got to learn how to do those things. Yeah. So that was really cool. Like I I got like life lessons out of stuff like that. Yeah. Came home, went to academy, was a step under manager at academy. So I got to like learn. That's how I met Jalen and Joe. Was mm-hmm. Jalen worked at Academy? Joe and Jalen were roommates at the time. So that's like that's like the group of friends I have now. Yeah. Were because I came home. Bailey actually got me the job. Yeah. So Bailey got me the job here. Then I hopped over to Lumber Liquidators and Soul Flooring. So I've gone from working in the lumber yard in the heat all day to getting inside working until two a.m. at Academy to now I'm off at seven p.m. But I'm in sales now yeah. and I have to learn sales. So yeah. now I'm I sell insurance. I yeah. work at State Farm. So like I've you know I've worked from working with my hands and working out and breaking my back to I'm in an office. I work Monday through Friday and I enjoy it. Well, it's good though, man. Like that shows you're like you, how you can adapt. Right, and it's know? it's been great. Like I thoroughly enjoy it, but I wish I'd just gone to four years and got here a hell of a lot sooner. Yeah. Like my sister's going into college next year, yeah. or not like this coming up here, but the following. That's a trip. Right. Yeah. So yeah, Jessica's gonna be a senior this year in high school. Oh, wow. It's wild. And she's looking at colleges right now. I was like, hey, look, I, I can't help you out a lot. I'll help you out a little bit, but only if you stay in school. Yeah. Like, I, I will. I, I can't do a whole lot, but I'll send you a little bit, but only like, you have to graduate. Please, for the love of God, don't do what I did. Yeah. Don't go through. Don't work Don't work your butt off at mm-hmm. a minimum wage job that is dead end, honestly. Mm-hmm. Go to school. She wants to, be a, uh, she wants to be a pharmacist. Oh, yeah. Perfect. M. Chaji does that. <laughs> does he? Is yeah. that what he's doing now? Not surprising the slightest. No, smart dude. Not surprised in the slightest. And I was like, Jessica, just go. Go and do. If that, you know, keep in class. If that's what you want to do, now. Yeah. If that's what you don't want, if you get there and you decide, finish your semester and then talk to mom about it. Like, yeah. but finish. <laughs> go to your classes, finish it off. Yeah. Do that for yourself at the very least. Because yeah. it's not a fun See conversation coming home to mom and going, hey, I quit going to classes eight weeks ago. Oh. Yeah, that was not a fun conversation to have twice with her. Well, see, like my th- my trip was different. So, like, cause I was I was like a three mm-hmm. student and didn't really care about like public school at all. Right. And so I thought I was gonna drop out senior year, and so I was like, I'm not. I'm not even gonna go. I mm-hmm. mean, I almost dropped out. What, am I gonna go to college? Right. So, finished high school, and so that was in 2012. So then in the fall of 2012, when everybody was going to college, I was just working, mm-hmm. and. um then at that time though I was putting together I was actually recording an album and I was playing everything on it 
um, except the drums. I was working with a drummer, mm-hmm. which is an insane story in itself. But um, so I was 18. I was doing that, and then I was just kind of like, I'll try out college. You know, like why not? Like right. I, it's kind of peaking my interest, and and I guess that like I you know up until that point I really kind of sold myself short on a lot of things, mm-hmm. and so I get it. I, I'm talking about going to college, and at the time I live with Ty, and I live with Tanner Morrow, mm-hmm. and they were both going to college at the time, but they were two completely different students. Ty right. flunked out immediately. Tanner Morrow, and you remember Tanner, and for y'all listening, mm-hmm. like Tanner Morrow was like model student. Mm-hmm. You know, like, gets the grades. Like. So, funny little side story on uh, Ty. So, my the regular co-host, Barrett, yeah. Ty and I all went to elementary school together. Yeah, I went to test school. Yeah, so we've known each other. And it's that it's just magnet school you got yeah. to test to get into, and none of us panned out in college. Uh, dude, it and just, it's just... it's funny just seeing, like, the progression of, like, where everybody started and where everybody finished and, up. And college is a different beast, oh, but absolutely. I, I loved it. Like, really? the, the, so, I, I was in college and had a 4.0 GPA. Really? I never made all A's on a report card mm-hmm. in my life. Like from kindergarten to twelfth grade, ever, but like, and it's just it's for college, some people. Oh it, yeah, yeah, it just for me. What I liked, there were a couple of things. Well, I had this conversation with Tanner, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm thinking about going, man, and I think I can get through it. I can mm-hmm. get like C's, you know." He's like, "If I did all right in high school," and he's like, "Dude, just go make an A." Mm-hmm. And it it was like, I don't know why, just like no one's ever like, I never just thought to myself, "Wait, no, you can go make an A if you right. want to." And that, like, skyrocketed my confidence, mm-hmm. like, as a person. Like, you wouldn't believe, man. Because, like, I never forget getting that semester, like, getting getting my grades back. And, like, I hustled. And mm-hmm. I worked hard. And, like, I was I was a history. I was going to be a social studies teacher in mm-hmm. uh, high school. Man, you as a high school teacher would be wild. It'd be wild. I, I, I would go sit in and take your class yeah, for sure. it'd be fun. For, it'd for be sure. Fun. But, um, <laughs> so, um... I I did that for my first semester and I got my grades back and it was all A's and I remember I cried. Mm-hmm. I was like laying in bed and looking at it and like just thought to myself like I cannot like I did that you right. know and like that just opened so many doors for me not even about college but about myself mm-hmm. like no you're capable of doing so much so like then I was still playing music right so mm-hmm. I had that record and then I was getting this band together which there's another little another local band called Mirages mm-hmm. and then like that's a band I actually started and okay. that's what like I was recording that record and then that's what that record became and since then like shout out to Alec Savoy and um they he um I mean it's like a big metal band mm-hmm. you know and they're great and um but then I was like, oh, I'm, I play music. Like, why don't I try going to college for music? Mm-hmm. And at the time before that, like, even throughout high school, like, I was teaching myself music theory and just stuff like that, just basic type stuff because I loved writing songs, and that's kind of, like, how you get better at it. You just start learning the craft, right. just like anything. So I had an audition, and it was classical music, you know, and I'd never even been exposed to that at all. And so I auditioned. And I had to sing this thing that I've never sang in my life, read music, and I've never read music or anything like that. So I learn it the best I can. I get through it. And then there's these other drills. Like mm-hmm. you have to sing this scale like they play it, and you sing it back, mm-hmm. or you have to do these little things and that. So I, I had, I guess, like the intangibles, you know, but I didn't have the, the, sco- the right. scholastic right. side of it. So uh, i never forget the choir director, um, 
his name's Dr. Jones. He like pulled me to the side, you know, because I'd passed and, and got, you know, got to be able to go to school for that. And he was like, I'm going to let you know right now you're going to have to work like 10 times harder than these other kids because mm-hmm. like they've been in choir and stuff for 10 plus years or marching band or whatever they were doing. And like, you don't know how to do these things. And I just looked at him. I was like, I'm not scared of work. Mm-hmm. And then I, I made all A's doing that too. And, like, I had gotten a scholarship for, like, best GPA in the whole, like, art department. So it was, like, visual arts, music, and theater. Mm -hmm. And, like, I represented that whole department, you know, really well. And so, like, that, I think that, so, and and I, I dropped out of college eventually. But, like, I dropped out because I was a music performance major and... All of a sudden, my my career, I thought, was, like, really going to that level. Where, mm-hmm. Like, we were going to play South by Southwest in Austin. Mm-hmm. And um, I was like, okay. That's huge. Yeah. <laughs> That's I mean, huge, we got yeah. we got the offer to do that. And, like, I was like, wait, I'm going to school for this thing. I'm, I'm going to do it now. Right. And I'm paying for school because in high school, I didn't make the grades mm-hmm. to get the scholarships and all that or the tops mm-hmm. and stuff. But so I was like. I'm not gonna waste any more money doing this. Like right. I'm just gonna go out and, go out and try do and do it. Yeah, right. you know. And I mean, it's worked it out so it's worked out yeah. pretty well so far. You know, it, it's it's just like you, man. It's a weird like uh, right, just different paths. Yeah, yeah. But once you once you figure it out, then you know you got it. Yep. Here we are, man. Who would have thought eight years? So eight years ago to the day we graduated high school. Yeah. Who would have thought eight years like we'd be sitting where we are? I love it though. Oh, absolutely. Because it's Wouldn't, just the beginning. Would not change it for anything, man. No. Not in the slightest. So, uh, April, y'all released. Uh, y'all released your first album. Yeah, we released our first album as the Good Samaritans, like our first full length. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it's on Spotify. Yeah, it's all on that. Apple. It's yeah, on everything. All of, uh, ask Alexa. She'll she'll put <laughs> she'll, it on. She'll play it yeah. for you. And what's the name of it? The way you used to dance. That's the way what the album's called. Y'all go check it out. Absolutely, Good Samaritans. Uh, go check them out. Y'all have, I'm sure, Pajama Jam. Coming up pretty soon. Yeah, once, once everything uh, kind of opens. Yeah, up Yeah, once everything kind of opens back up, that's 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 we'll be doing that and playing around town, and and then we're gonna try to be like touring and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like we had a kind of a California run scheduled, mm-hmm. and um, I mean when all this kind of went down, right? You know. So. Well, man, I'm excited to see where y'all are going. I'm excited to keep up with everything. It's only the beginning, dude. Absolutely. Likewise, man. dude. Like yes, see sir. what you're doing and and keep pushing the boundaries. Yes, sir. Well, that's thank you we for thank you for coming to hang out, talking with us. Thank you for having. Yes, sir. Me. Hey, Joe, Joe, cut it. Thank you.